0: Coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef
1: Team Show. Yeah, so it really was um, when I had my second child. So, um, you know, my husband and I, I had been on birth control um, when we wanted to have my son. You know, we went off it. I got pregnant right away. I went back on it, didn't have any issues. And so when we decided that we wanted to have a second child, I went off it thought it was going to be the same thing. And it wasn't. And we tried and tried and I reached out to my doctor and she was like, Oh, just keep trying, you know, see me in a year if it's not happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trying, trying. Thankfully we did get pregnant on our own, Um, But it wasn't until I saw my doctor again after I was pregnant that she said to me, you know, it could be that the birth control contributed to the delay in fertility.
0: Welcome to the show from the the MD MD and Chef Chef Team. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef Team. And who are you? I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, then we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. Ooh, ooh. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen, and we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we like, like to have fun too. <laughs> So let's get on with the show. I'm Dr. Isabel and I am the host today and we are interviewing Emily Kirkwald, who is a pharmacist from Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: Hello, Emily. Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. It looks like we like the same background colors. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> it's good not to be boring, right? Definitely. Bring in and some it, fun.
0: Yeah, ex- I exactly. I feel the same way. Hey, let me introduce everybody before we start going off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so many women feel stuck taking medication, including birth control. And Dr. Emily, the pharmacist and natural family planning educator, works for you. She empowers women to care for and love the bodies God gave them through natural family planning instruction and comprehensive medication reviews. She has a doctorate of pharmacy and she is certified in the standard days method and the Marquette model of natural family planning. In addition, she is board certified pharmacotherapy specialist and has a certificate in medication therapy management. Dr. Emily is the founder and CEO of NFP Pharmacist, where she sees patients and speaks on natural family planning and natural approaches to health. Emily is married to her husband, Ben, and they live in the northwest suburbs of Minneapolis, Minnesota, with their two children, Henry and Amelia. She loves to run, drink coffee and dance and have dance parties with her kids. Yay!
1: Gotta have some fun again.
0: Oh man, if only we would have more fun, we could stay like kids, right?
1: Right, yeah. yeah. And be healthier? Definitely. How, how old are your kids? They are five and three. So right. they help me have fun.
0: Yes, absolutely. And they're almost, we did that too. Ours are two years apart, well, 22 months apart. And it was like, it's essentially raising twins.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, But it's really fun. Five and three, they they can actually go and play by themselves now, some, which is, it's awesome.
0: It is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, Emily, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. And that is, tell us what is natural family planning? Because all we know is, you know, if it doesn't work, then you go to the doctor and you get hormones and you pay a lot of money, right? Right. So tell us. Share with us what is family method, family practice,
1: family yeah. planning,
0: family Na- pr- planning.
1: Yeah, natural family planning. And in itself, natural family planning is a little bit of a confusing term because I'll, I'll give you a definition here, but I just want to frame it in that natural family planning is not only for family planning. It can be used for family planning, but it's also a tool for women to use for their health. So what I like to say natural family planning is it's finding your window and using your info. So it's paying attention to your body's natural signs of fertility to find your fertile window those specific days each cycle that you can get pregnant um, because there only are specific days each cycle that women can get pregnant. And then using that information, whether you're using it to monitor your health, avoid pregnancy effectively and naturally, or to optimize timing for achieving pregnancy.
0: And tell us how many days can you get pregnant out of the month? How many, how many days?
1: (laughs) Technically you can only get pregnant six days each cycle. And that's because once an egg is released, it can only stick around. It's only viable for up to 24 hours and then sperm can actually live in good quality cervical environment when you have a lot of good quality cervical mucus and your endometrial lining is built up. And sperm can actually live for up to five days. So that's why we say it's technically a six-day window. It's those 24 hours of the egg and the five days before that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do, what, do, what do you recommend? How do you recommend... Yeah. The natural family planning.
1: Right. So your body gives you multiple different natural signs of fertility. So it's figuring out what makes sense to you for keeping track of your natural fertility signs. So okay, one of the, give it to us. Yeah. 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 So one of the major signs that I mentioned is cervical mucus. So your body makes this natural fluid called cervical fluid or cervical mucus as your estrogen level is rising during your cycle. And by paying attention and all you need to do is every time you go to the bathroom, you just pay attention when you're wiping before you toss the toilet tissue. You just pay attention. Is there any fluid here? And then what is its consistency? Is it kind of stretchy? It doesn't feel slippery. And as you continue to pay attention to that each day of your cycle, you'll notice a change and you'll notice that near the time of ovulation, your cervical mucus will become more clear in color. It will become very stretchy and it will feel very wet or slippery. So that's one of the signs that can be used.
0: And And I think one of the best ways to remember that stretchiness is what's the purpose of that is it helps the sperm get to where it's going to go. That's
1: right. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. I like pictures. I'm a picture person. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Another sign that can be used is we actually have the technology now where women can do just a simple at-home urine test to measure levels of their hormones at home. So there is a a device that can be used that checks levels of estrogen and luteinizing hormones and gives women a reading then of low high or peak fertility based on those hormone levels and so by um checking those hormone levels in the urine every morning. Um, You can see how that changes when that, when you get that high reading, that means your estrogen is starting to rise. That can mean uh, your cervical mucus is being produced. The sperm can live in your body. And then when you get that peak reading, that's a sign um, that ovulation is approaching. So that's another sign that can be used.
0: Do you have the name of a kit that you recommend
1: yeah, um, the clear blue fertility monitor. So, mm-hmm. this monitor um, was actually developed by the manufacturers for women to achieve pregnancy. But, researchers out of Marquette University um, have developed a protocol to use it for avoiding pregnancy as well. And then, you don't uh,
0: always want to be pregnant.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We need a break. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And what better way to take a break than by supporting your body, by knowing your body, learning your body better and knowing, okay, if I'm wanting to avoid pregnancy, here are my signs that I'm nearing ovulation. So now I'm going to choose a different form of intimacy during these few days instead of What's commonly done is being prescribed a medication that shuts down your body's natural functioning.
0: Yes, very true, very true. And myself, being a medical doctor from the conventional medicine side, I know that that's that's what we're taught. We are not Mm -hmm. taught this stuff. So I'm so glad there are people like you, pharmacists like you doctor pharmacist, like you teaching the world about this. Uh, right? um, and, before, and I... before we go on to the other signs, can you tell me, can any age start this? I mean, is this what happens starting at 14, 15, 16?
1: Definitely. Yep. As soon as you start cycling, you can start tracking your cycle with natural family planning. You can start seeing patterns in cervical mucus and in your hormone levels. Okay, good. Very good. Definitely. Oh, and I was just going to say, yeah, I didn't learn this in pharmacy school either. Pharmacy school was very much, here's how you pick out the right birth control for the patient. Um but but I wish that I learned about this then. And I'm I'm so glad that I learned about it now. And, and I feel like it's my duty as a pharmacist when I'm educating patients on their medication options, that they should also know what their non-medication options are. When I when I counsel a patient on a diabetes medication or cholesterol medication, we're also talking about diet changes, exercise changes, other non medication things they can do, so why can't it be the same for family planning? I want my patients to really make an informed decision about what they're going to do
0: I love it, I love it yeah. was there were there yeah. any other signs you wanted to tell us about about for for fertility?
1: Yeah, yeah. One more um, sign that I want to hit on is body temperature. So, checking your basal body temperature or your resting body temperature daily can be another sign of fertility. Um, What you will notice when you do this is that your temperature will rise after ovulation. So, temperature is a really good add on sign to either the cervical mucus monitoring or the urine hormone level monitoring to confirm that ovulation did happen. Um, and the thing with temperature that people want to know is that the, these changes in your temperature are very subtle. So you just want to be sure that you get a thermometer that goes out to at least two decimal points um, to get those Subtle changes, and this is
0: early in the morning, before you even put your feet on the ground, right?
1: Exactly. Yes, yes. You do have to be committed when you're doing the temperature tracking. Um, to getting up at really the same time each day (laughs) is recommended, and to be checking your temperature exactly like you said in bed before you even get up. Which is not practical for everyone. I also work at a hospital. I work a lot of different shifts. Temperature monitoring just doesn't quite work for me.
0: Have you ever? in your adult life thought, I don't want to get Alzheimer's. Well, if that's you, you are not alone. How would you like to learn how to prevent Alzheimer's right now, especially if you're over 40? Then pop on over to DoctorOnAmission.com to get your three free gifts. And these include brain health, The Nutritional Guidebook to find out what foods are good and what foods are bad for your brain. The next is The End of Alzheimer's Masterclass. That's a video series. And the last is Secrets of Sleep, The Ultimate Guidebook. They're all yours. All you need to do is go to doctoronamission.com. And that's doctor spelled long, D O C T O R on a mission.com. And now back to the podcast. Did you use this to, to have your two children?
1: I did not, but I have used it to effectively avoid pregnancy since, since my second child.
0: Very good. Very good. And when did you become interested in the, in the Marquette program?
1: Yeah. So it really was, um, when I had my second child. So, Um, you know, my husband and I, I had been on birth control, um, when we wanted to have my son, you know, we went off it. I got pregnant right away. I went back on it, didn't have any issues. And so when we decided that we wanted to have a second child, I went off it, thought it was going to be the same thing. And it wasn't. And we tried and tried. And I reached out to my doctor and she was like, oh, just keep trying, you know, see me in a year if it's not happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trying, trying. Thankfully, we did get pregnant on our own. Um, But it wasn't until I saw my doctor again after I was pregnant that she said to me, you know, it could be that the birth control contributed to the delay in fertility. And it was like, when she said that to me, this light went off. And I just knew for me, I could never put these synthetic hormones into my body again. And I had to figure out something different. So while I was pregnant with her, I did a ton of research and I found out about the Marquette method and about natural family planning. And I have been a huge advocate ever since.
0: And that's usually what happens. We start going on our own journey and our own search and boom. Kaboom! It happens.
1: Exactly, exactly. And as a medical professional, I just feel very strongly that women need to know this information about their own bodies.
0: Because the the birth control pills are can be so detrimental with the depression, the weight gain,
1: ah, effects on the gut. Not to mention, I mean, I work at a hospital too. So I see some of those worst case scenarios. I've seen 20 year old girls come into the ER with a blood clot in their lungs and their only risk factor is taking birth control.
0: Yes. Very sad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You and know, and stroking
0: or having strokes.
1: Exactly.
0: Because yeah. Because of birth control pills.
1: Definitely, definitely. And and I think that we should at least be questioning what I mentioned before, why birth control is really the only medication that we prescribe to perfectly healthy people to shut down their body's natural functioning. I don't know if you can, but I have yet to think of another medication that we prescribe that's shutting down Mm -hmm. A natural process usually medications are prescribed to fix a process or fix a deficiency or get you back to your natural functioning
0: very good point very good point it's essentially uh, an induced menopause right yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and how long does it take to become a a market method specialist
1: Yeah. So um, out of Marquette University, they have a program where they train medical professionals to teach natural family planning. And it's a self-paced program. Um, So it's really, you know, as fast as you are willing to put in the work. Um, But for me, it took about six months to go through the program. And then another six months working with a preceptor, starting to teach women and couples um, and get that guidance. So how successful is this?
0: with patients? How, how, do you find success?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the researchers at Marquette University are very interested in um, being sure that the methods that they're teaching are effective. Um, you know, people definitely question, especially for avoiding pregnancy, but the research has shown that the Marquette method is 93 to 98% effective.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. So if you look at the efficacy rates of birth control, you know, people do still get pregnant taking birth control pills. Um, The efficacy rates is about the same, about 92% effective.
0: Very good. And you had talked about, Emily, can you talk just a little bit about how natural family planning can help women's health? Because we're all about women's health, aren't we?
1: Definitely. Definitely. So this is something that I'm really passionate about. And even in in the community of natural family planning, I see a lot of talk about using it for family planning, which is great. But I also think it's really important. I'm so glad that you asked what age can you start using this? Because I think it's important to teach girls how to track their cycles Um, and not just track when your period comes. Tracking when your period comes can be helpful. But if you start to pay attention to your Fertility signs, then you can know, okay, where am I at in my cycle? Here are the days I have my period. Here are the days before my ovulation time. Here are the signs that are telling me this is my ovulation time. And then here are the days after my ovulation time. And then my period starts in a whole new cycle again. And once you start paying attention to your own patterns, cycle after cycle, then you can learn what is normal for you. And you can have a clue if something is off with your cycle and you can know to talk to your provider about that sooner than later. You can note, you know, oh, these days after ovulation seem shorter for some reason, you know, And as you know, these different phases of our cycle are tied to different hormone levels. So, you know, the days before ovulation are tied more to estrogen, the days after ovulation are tied more to progesterone. So giving that information to your medical professional um, can be extremely helpful for health.
0: Great. Yes. And it's also teaching women how to be the CEO of their health.
1: Definitely. Who's there? Who's there? Oh, my little three-year-old daughter. Let me see. Let, uh, me, let me see, Amelia. Come here. You want to say hi? Hi. Hi,
0: Amelia. How are you doing? You say hi. 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 Okay. <laughs> How old are you?
1: Here, I got. I gotta put her little ear. Oh yeah. On she can't hear. How old are you? I'm
0: three. You're three. You're a big girl. Mm-hmm. And do you have yeah. a brother? Yeah. What's his <laughs> name? Henry. Henry. Is, uh, <laughs> you two love each other, don't ya?
1: Do you love your brother?
0: Yeah. Good. Great. Well, thank you very much for letting me talk to your
1: mom for a little bit. Can you say bye, Dr. Isabel? Bye. Bye, Doctor. <laughs> 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 Mom, Mom, I went to pee in my potty. You went pee in the potty? That's oh so yes! Can you go tell your daddy? But he's upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's and a remember, big accomplishment. We've oh, been working really hard on this. Oh hey,
0: listen, I remember when we taught our girls, we're, they're 24 and 26 now, when when they were peeing in the potty, we and we, it was time to flush, we'd go, "Bye-bye pee-pee, bye-bye <laughs> poopy. <laughs> so I remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, those times go <laughs> really fast. Yeah. Oh, what were we talking about? Uh, Natural family planning. Yes, being
1: CEO of your your own health and really taking charge of your own health. I agree.
0: Starting in the teenage years, because all the girls know is go to the doctor, get a birth control pill or get the shot or get Mm -hmm. the pill or get pregnant. And then, you know, all the stuff that happens with all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, as women, we were made to cycle. We were made this way. And it's perfectly normal then for us to not feel the same every day, to feel differently during different phases of our cycle. And so that can be a a thing teen girls can use too. If you know, oh, those PMS kind of symptoms come when I'm in my days after ovulation, then I know when I'm feeling kind of crabby these days, oh yeah, it's because of that. And, you know, or even being able to you know, plan, oh, around my time of ovulation, I feel more outgoing, I feel more energetic. Maybe I want to plan getting together with my friends on those days. And maybe when my period days are coming, I'm going to take some days and just hang out at home.
0: That is such a good point. Because I remember when I used to have a period, (laughs) (laughs) the two weeks just before I'd have my period, I'd be like, or, you know, maybe 10 days or maybe eight days, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. can I just hide? Can right. I just please be left alone? Did mm-hmm. you ever feel that way? Do you yeah. ever feel that way?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. But now I know. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> in my luteal phase. That's that's normal for me. Okay. Yeah,
0: and it's it's normal. But for for so many of us, it's called PMS. But right. it's it's the luteal phase. We're supposed right. to be quieting down and repairing, and you know, just resting. I think, yeah, yeah. I think the Navajo, uh, forgive me if I don't know the dates, but the Navajo Nation, I remember working with the American Indians and they said, well, in the old days, the girls would just go off and be together away from us men,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. just before their period. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it makes sense because they need to be away. They need to be with their girls, you know? Right. Yes. That makes sense.
1: And I think that's another key to natural family planning is if you can surround yourself with others who are doing this too. And you have that kind of shared language, you know, Mm -hmm. I have a good friend and she and I will share like, Oh yeah. Like I'm in my, you know, follicular phase. I'm really like getting excited about what's coming up. And she'll be like, Oh yeah, I was in my luteal phase last week. Like I just wanted to be left alone. Like we can support each other in that.
0: Yeah. And women start cycling. same right I wish I would have known about this when my daughters were teenagers I had no idea no idea so I'm excited for them to hear this because I will be promoting this awesome Awesome. now now you can be found on at the nfppharmacist.com website and you hold live workshops every month for natural Mm -hmm. family planning correct
1: I do. Yep. It's completely free. It's called Know Your Body with Natural Family Planning. And it really just talks about some of the basics here about, you know, busting kind of some of the myths. And also just there's time for, you know, reflecting as a group as, you know, what was your experience like getting your period and learning about your cycle? And now how you can you use this information for your health or family planning?
0: And we can do this, you can do this around the world because do you do the Zoom platform?
1: Yeah, um, I actually use Google Meet, but virtual can yeah. be from anywhere. Virtual yeah, is,
0: I love virtual.
1: I, I do too. It's amazing. Look,
0: look at you. You're in Minneapolis, I'm in New Zealand. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: I agree. I, I agree. love it.
0: Was there anything else you wanted to touch base on before
1: we landed this plane? No, I don't think so. I would just love to emphasize to your women listeners who are cycling that, you know, this is natural. This is the way our bodies were made to work. And you are capable of learning your body signs and using that information however you would like.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Emily. You have been such a blessing here at Dr. On Mission.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was a joy. Have fun saying ninety-nine
0: night to your children. <laughs> <I love> you. <laughs> Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review.